0: You're listening to Condensed, a podcast to help you decide if something is worth your time. Hello, it's me, it's Erin, it's your host Um, of Condensed, and I just wanted to say uh, thank you for tuning in this week. We made it, guys. We made it to the end of January. It is the 31st of January when you potentially might be listening to this this is the earliest you can listen to it anyway um so congratulations you made it I made it I actually don't feel like the month dragged on that long like for me it just feels like a regular month um maybe it's because I've just been super busy this month I don't know but yay congratulations you did it and congratulations to me are you allowed to do that are you allowed to congratulate yourself I'm doing it anyway because I'm proud of me. And um, I'm proud of me because I managed to keep this podcast going for another month. And this time with the season theme of personal development. Um, So, yay. Shout out goes to me episode 12, uh, always a proud moment but the other shout out that I've got this week goes to Josh from Birmingham and he says uh, hey I checked out some of your podcasts on the bus this week was well impressed, there's not many people that could do that, that little musical intro was sick too thanks Josh not sure whether you'll ever listen to one again hopefully you will do because not being funny but that sounded quite positive positive. Um, and I will know if you don't listen to it because I'm Hoping that you will, when I see you next, that or whatever, that you will actually be like, cheers for the out, Erin. That was my impression of you, by the way. Um, so, yeah. Also, I'm really sorry if I do owe a shout out to somebody else. I should probably keep better track of these things. I'm really sorry if you have spoken to me this week about my podcast or podcast episodes. Um, shout out to my mum. Actually, yeah, actually, shout out to my mum because my mum, she uh, bless her heart. Thanks, mum. Always the biggest cheerleader. She um, shared a Facebook post that I made like I feel like it was about six years ago um, of me walking down a mountain when I accidentally lost my sled this was my attempt at a YouTube video and so she reshared that this year uh, from whenever it was that I posted it with her and now she has her own podcast so thanks mom it makes me happy that you're so proud of whatever it is that I decide to do Um, so thanks um, so on with the show, uh, this show is all about motivation for our personal development. So we've talked about coaching, we've talked about goal setting, we've spoken about um, the happiness advantage and further education, and these things are all great, but if your motivation starts to wane, this episode is for you. This is for something to help you feel re-inspired, and the ways that I feel inspired um, to to keep going and uh, we've got a couple of different ways that you can do this so I guess um, the main source of motivation for most people is Instagram we've all joined those inspirational dot quotes uh, Instagram accounts Um, we've got our you know favorite celebrities or famous people who post you know quotes or sarky comments or whatever to kind of keep us going throughout the general grind of the day um but what I want to ask you is what gets you motivated and why do you need to feel motivated um you know it I think a lot of people don't think about motivation very regularly um I unfortunately think about is it fortunate or unfortunate I'm not sure um think about motivation on pretty much a daily basis um because I have a lot of things that I'm aspiring to or goals that I've set myself and so I have to find different ways to motivate myself so these are a couple of the ways that I tend to find myself um motivating myself and things that I've done in the past and things that I continue to do so let me tell you a little story about uh one of my best friends, she shall remain nameless. Um, but I used to send her a daily quote every single day because quite frankly, she was in a job um, that she hated, she felt unmotivated, she felt undervalued, which in turn meant that she felt she was also underpaid. Um, and the only thing that was really keeping her in this job were the people that she worked with because she, she liked them, she got on with them. And so every single morning i was always up before her because um, she started work later than i did and so i would always be able to send her a little thing you know one of those little cheesy instagram screenshots and i would crop it down and send it to her and i can't remember what they were but you know the ones that i'm talking about and um it kind of helped me i guess because it meant that I had something to work towards for that day. And it was only a little thing. But I knew it was something that hopefully made her day a little bit easier. And on after a while, I actually stopped doing it. Because I felt like she didn't... I felt like in her responses. Um, and this is not in a negative way. But she just she no longer needed it. Like she'd found her motivation. I think I only did it for like maybe... I want to say it was like six weeks but it was probably less than um but you know she found motivation she dug deep every day and she found the positive side to being in this job that she hated um and bless her heart this year for Christmas she bought me a notepad because she knows obviously I'm a stationary addict but she also bought me a pencil and on the pencil um it says you got this mama and that's something that we say to each other all the time now when we're just thinking like man you know my back's up against the wall I'm just not sure whether I can do this and it doesn't matter what it is whether it's uh you know a fitness goal whether it's uh dealing with idiot people um you know or just terrible weather where it's cold and rainy because we live in England and basically that's what happens um and she'll always send me a message and she'll be like you got this um which i massively appreciate so shout out to my best friend uh, for wanting to do that but um yeah, I would send her inspirational quotes every single morning before. So it was the first thing she pretty much saw when she woke up in the morning. Um, now, some people will take their screenshots and they will put them on their phone. So it's permanent on their phone. So every time they, you know, swipe up on their phone to unlock the phone, all they ever see is this quote. Now, that's great. I did that a couple of times with a couple of different things. But the problem with that is that sometimes we become um, blind, to these to our wallpapers uh poster blind so to speak I worked in in retail for oh gosh too many what, no, yeah 19 years um and we actually started towards sort of like the my sort of like year 17 that I was working in retail for another a different company than the one that I started with and um, we actually started removing posters from places because people became poster blind people didn't see them anymore because they got so used to seeing it that it just no longer existed to them in their head. So. These are a few things that I've come up with um, that you can look at, um, you know, every now and again. It doesn't have to be very often. It might be something that you just set an alarm in your phone for, you know, the end of the month to be like, yeah, I need to watch this and this is going to help me achieve whatever it is that I need. Or, you know, I I actually keep a Google Keep note um, for motivational things to do. Um, to kind of help rebuild my spirits a little bit um, if you want to get a bit airy-fairy with that. Um, But uh, I thought I would share with you just a couple things um, that I would recommend that you do if you're struggling for motivation or you just want a real good, you know, feely moment um you know all those hashtag good vibes only or positive vibes only I don't know what it is but you know what I'm getting at so first thing first we've established I love a good TED talk and uh, so I have picked two TED talks that I would definitely recommend that you listen to first one is from a lady called Diana Nyad now she is a championship swimmer and she yeah she's she's quite the athlete um she basically attempts to swim from Havana Cuba to Key West Florida which is 110 miles she's made that attempt 5 times and you know she'd been starting since the 70s um her fifth attempt was when she was 60, 63 or 64 and Honestly you watch her TED talk she was from it's a TED talk from 2013 and it's called never ever give up and honestly it's such an inspiring TED talk for this person that at the age of 64 65 is giving a TED talk about swimming 110 miles and i mean it's not like she got to stop every now and again it was a 53 hour feat swimming for 53 hours. In the one of the most deadliest waters in the world. That little strip of water. I say a little strip. one hundred 110 miles. Um, but they have the most poisonous jellyfish in there. They're shark infested. She did it without a shark cage. No one was allowed to touch her. No one could assist her. She wasn't allowed to touch the boat. Um, she was repeatedly getting stung by jellyfish. Uh they had to feed her like nutrition bars. They had to hydrate her. Um, you know, she was fifty-three hours non-stop swimming. Like that's incredible, absolutely incredible. And so she she talks about this these attempts. I mean, she's actually got two TED talks. But the one that I'm suggesting that you do listen to is called "Never Ever Give Up." And a couple of things that I picked up on this one is that she. She says to people, find a way. She had a goal. She wanted to swim from Havana, Cuba to Key West, Florida. She didn't care how long it took her. She just wanted to do it because nobody had ever done it. Nobody. And um, she decided that that was something that she was going to do. And so she obviously had five attempts at doing this and the first one failed the second one failed and so each time she failed she had to find a way to make it happen the next time or the time after that and the time after that um the other thing that i wanted to that i picked up from her ted talk was that she also not only does she suggest to find a way she suggests to well she doesn't suggest she tells you find a team because every single um attempt that she makes um she always credits her team of 35 people on every single attempt and 35 people helped her swim that piece of of sea um i think is it the caribbean sea i don't know my geography is terrible do you know what considering i was a travel agent for 10 years you'd think i'd know things a little bit better um but yeah so she um let's just call it the straight um so 35 people helped her she had a main cheerleader bonnie who was her best friend as well and she she always credits a team so listen to it if you ever think that you can't do something listen to diana Nyad as just a reminder her ted talk was called never ever give up um, and then one of the things that she said is to quote Socrates and she says, to be is to do. It's no good writing down your goals and saying that you'll do them one day. You need to do them now. The other TED talk I want to suggest is one call, uh, from Scott Geller, who is a professor of psychology at Virginia Tech. And he uh, his TED talk is called The Psychology of Self-Motivation. And he teaches you how to feel competent and how to be empowered and he gives three questions he says can you do it will it work and is it worth it so every single time you set yourself a challenge you have something you know someone gives you a project to work on ask yourself can you do it will it work and is it worth it and sometimes we start to question if you can answer yes to all three of those questions you're empowered. Congratulations. You have won. Um, but sometimes it, it kind of takes a little bit more effort and you have to think about these things a little bit more. And so he talks about um, the consequences um, of these Three questions and the consequences of being empowered. And he does this with a story from his childhood of drum lessons that he took. And he teaches us uh, about interdependence um, by the consequences that we make, the competence that we have, and the choices that we have, or the choices that we make as well. So here's a really good one. And he's quite funny. He's kind of relaxed. So he's engaging. I would definitely recommend listening to Scott Geller, The Psychology of Self Motivation. Um, I know I do carry those three questions um, in my Google Keep app, just in case I need kind of that little motivation (laughs) at some point, somewhere that I can flick through my Google Keep and be like, Erin, come on, you can do this. And yes, it will work. And yes, it will be worth it. And then I give myself the vision as to why it will be worth it. So they're my two TED Talks that I would definitely suggest you listen to. And I guess as well, with a lot of you commuting, as Josh does, um, it's easier to be able to watch those kinds of things on your phone. Obviously, don't be that person and not wear earphones. Please wear earphones because everybody hates that person that listens to it on speaker. So other ways that can help us feel motivated. um, Movies. Movies have this magical power to make you feel invincible. That and hoop earrings. Um, my friends actually tagged me. Well, they didn't tag me. Did they tag me? I forget. I think they did on an Instagram story that said something about hoop earrings. And I was like, oh, my goodness, hoop earrings do actually give you superpowers. Um, I actually love – I had to wear them on Sunday for church because I had had about nine hours sleep all weekend. Um I was pretty much dying I'd run a 5k I'd done a small workout with my housemate and doing trying to do all of the things and yeah Sunday morning was not a good look for me at church so you kind of grab yourself that high messy bun on your head you put your hoop earrings in you're like okay (laughs) I'm here but at least don't look like I made effort today so yes um two pairings make a lot of things but I find that movies also help with this and there's a couple of scenes or there's a couple of movies that really get me psyched and and think yeah man, like, like, you can do this like these people and I know some of these things are absolutely fictional um in fact I'm pretty sure all four of the movies that I have chosen are completely fictional um but the first one um is G.I. Jane now I have an old general manager from when I worked at Fitness First. Uh, Shout out to Steve Rowland because it's one, he loves that film. Um, I don't know whether it's because of Demi Moore or because he also finds it highly motivating. But Demi Moore is chosen to be a a GI Jane. Um, So she's the first to be put through like a marine, like high intensity. Navy SEAL training type thing. And it's hardcore. It's, you know, it's the movie where she shaves her hair off mm-hmm. and she like hangs from like a, a ladder in a dorm room or something and then just crunches upside down. The woman is insane, insanely fit. um So yeah, but I watched that and I'm like, yeah, man, I'm pumped. I'm psyched. Like, let's get to the gym. Like, you can do this. And women can do all of the things. And yeah, yeah. So yeah, G.I. Jane. If you've never watched it and you're not offended by bad language or women being hit by men, totally watch it. It sounds terrible that I've said that it's like women being hit by men. But when you watch the movie, you kind of understand why it happens. So it's okay. Not okay. Men, please don't hit women. Also, women, please don't hit men. So yeah, G.I. Jane. Um, Classic from like the early 90s, I want to say. Uh, second movie that i want to give a shout out to um and actually i have a friend uh who chose her degree based on this movie so let me show you a little story about my friend sarah hamilton who we call sarah face so sarah face was uh chatting to some guy we'd gone out somewhere um and it was fairly quiet she was chatting to this guy that she kind of had the hearts for anyway and so uh He asked her what she was studying at university, and she's like, oh, I'm studying law. And he's like, oh, that's great. Like, what made you want to decide to study law? And she's like, oh, well, actually inspired by a movie. Erin Face, because she calls me Erin Face. Erin Face, you know what movie it was, don't you? And I'm like, uh, no. Is it like, I don't know. A few good men. I'm thinking like really good law movies here. She's like, no. I was like, um, was it To Kill a Mockingbird? She's like, No. I was like, mm, I, I don't know what movie it was that inspired you to study law. And she's like, Erin, oh, of all people, I thought you would have got it um, Legally Blonde. So I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. And uh, yeah, Legally Blonde is a very empowering movie um, for a number of reasons. But the biggest one is that because Elle Woods teaches you to believe in yourself, it's like the thing at the end. I mean, flip a neck. If Donald Trump can rip off her, um, you know, graduation speech as a president of the United States of America, like she is inspiring everybody. Um, but it's the last bit, and she says you must always have faith in people, and most importantly, you must always have faith in yourself. And I think that and she, the fact that she is so unapologetic about who she is um at the beginning of the movie that she is just Elle Woods and she is loving being at Harvard Law School duh because it's like hard to get in um and I just think like wow I mean I know it's a totally fictional film but yes yes Elwoods, yes being able to get out there and and prove people wrong but being telling people that you also need to have faith in yourself and be able to rely on other people as well and it's not being weak it's called interdependence um you know, she had to have help from people. She was a manicurist, crying out loud, who kind of made her a little bit more empowered. And she gave empowerment back by doing the bend and snap, which I'm not sure whether that sets back women too many years. But anyway, you get where I'm going with this. So yes, Legally Blonde, love watching it. We'll watch that one as often as I feel is justifiable for me, but we all know I have a massive crush on Reese with a spoon because when I grow up, that is who I want to be. Okay, moving on. Next move is. They're a lot less girly, I promise. So next one is Coach Carter, and there's a particular scene in this movie. Um, if you YouTube it, I will put a link to it on my blog post for show notes, uh, which is erintheperin.wordpress.com, and it's the scene where Coach Carter um, says, uh, "Give up, Mr. Cruz," and it's a young gentleman um, who requires, who wants, who requests, sorry, to be back on the basketball team and after making a few mistakes and the coach kicked him off and he's like actually no I really want back on the team and the coach is like fine then if you want to back on the team you need to give me and it's like 800 push-ups and 1,000 suicides or something crazy and uh, he's like "Mm, okay then so he starts doing it and as he's doing it and coach Carter's just like give up Mr. Cruz go home go home like you'll never do it because he also gives him a time limit on it and uh, I won't spoil Well, actually, no, I will hate this bit. So he doesn't quite meet the criteria um, for the deadline. And so just when he's like, um, you know, coach is like, well, I'm sorry. And it's also Samuel L. Jackson. So he's like brilliant. So he kind of says, look, sorry, you didn't make the quote. I'm really sorry. Thank you for your valiant effort, but goodbye. And then all of a sudden, like Channing Tatum, love you, um, is just like, Uh, i'll do some of his push-ups because he was like 80 push-ups short or something he's like i'll do some push-ups and then the other team members are like i'll do his suicides and you know before you know it all the team are chipping in to make him you know get what it was and it's it's so moving and then there's another episode uh, another scene in the movie as well and i'll I'll quote this one and um it's from the the kid that wanted back on the team uh mr cruz he said our deepest fear is not what Let me start that again. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it is in everyone. And as we let our own lights shine, we unconsciously unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. I thought that was a great thing. Like, you know, if you're good at something, then, you know, to do, keep doing it. Because people are going to get inspired by you. So, you know, if you're inspiring yourself... You're also inspiring others. Um, the other big, big motivational scene that I love—I've never actually seen the whole movie. I've only ever seen the scene. And uh, sorry, squeaky chair there—is um, facing the giants, and it's the scene that's called the Death Crawl. Honestly, every time I watch this, I kind of want to cry because the physical exhaustion that this kid is going through and I do get very emotional when I work out if I'm pushing myself I actually want to cry sometimes good tears sometimes like I want to give up tears but I do it um so this one really resonates with me so I would definitely recommend that you watch the death crawl and it's all about the power of positive thinking and it really makes you think like if this is what you can do just by what you think you can do imagine what you can do when you actually do it and it's this kid who carries um this other teammate on his back while he crawls across a football field it's insane I can't even think of doing that myself so yes facing the Giants um it's a physical exhaustion but you also think like you know you also realize the power that you have with your motivation um to your teammates and you know when you listen to Scott Geller's TED talk if that's something you choose to actually that is the common theme from all of this is that it's always about the team now your team might be different from different things but we all have teams Hmm, slight epiphany moment there so yeah motivate your teams be the motivator and when you motivate others those other people will motivate you when you need it most so to finish off I wanted to finish with a quote from a podcast that I was listening to Um, and it's the podcast itself is called How It Is and it's season three episode one and it's a quote from Jamila Jamil who is a British actress shout out to the British actresses um, who is on the Netflix tv show The Good Place Um, I would definitely recommend watching that I do quite like it not gonna lie and it's basically her story of how she overcame the negativity of other people and she had some terrible car accident when she was I think about 17 um if you can't if you obviously podcasts are your thing because you're listening to this one but um I would definitely listen to that one and to listen to her and there's one thing that she says and she says there is no embarrassment in failure because trying is winning um and I absolutely love that that it no matter, you know, you can have all the motivation in the world, and sometimes you just might not hit the mark. And you know what? It's okay because you still won because you tried. You got up from your bed, your sofa, your laptop, or you put your phone down and you went and you did. And that's the important thing. There is no embarrassment in trying. There is no embarrassment in not completing the task. There's only embarrassment if you don't do anything. So I, I want to finish on that, but I also would just want to push in there very quickly. If all else fails, get the walk like a badass playlist on your Spotify. Keep your head up, walk or swag at all and own it. Let me know on Twitter, Instagram or my blog, uh, Pod, uh, no, this is my podcast, or on my what do you call it? Blog post. There we go. Erin the Perrin. Dot or Twitter, or Instagram is Erin the Perrin. Uh, let me know what it is that motivates you. And until next week, keep going.